I have uh, my good friend, Secretary of State Brian Kemp, on the phone. I want to, uh, uh, Secretary of State Kemp, how are you, sir? Hey, good morning, Shelly. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm glad. Thank you so much for calling on and so uh, calling in on such short notice. I know you have a busy day planned. I, I, I just want to, I want to start off by reading. There's a story that's out. Um, and I wanted to get your comment. I wanted you to set the record straight. I, of course, could have told people what I thought, but I wanted to come from your mouth. Um, the story that hit yesterday, the 10th, in Talking Points Memo, basically saying you're blocking 53,000 people from registering to vote. And, of course, of the 53,000, 70% are African American. So this is clearly an attack. This is clearly a, a drop by the Abrams campaign to get this into the national media to make you look like, one, a racist. Number two, you're blocking the vote and uh, that you're stopping people from vote so you can win this election. And I wanted to hear from you what the what this story is about and what are they trying to do and how they're lying. Well, th- thanks so much for having me on, Shelly. You won't be surprised to know that this is the third general election cycle that this same type false attack has come right before the election and early voting starts. We've dealt with the same thing in 2014 before the presidential election in 16. And, you know, we put out a press release, I don't know, several weeks ago warning that there was going to be lawsuits and all this rhetoric again in 2018. It's ridiculous. The people that are on that list can vote. If they show up and vote, show the proper ID, they'll be able to vote in their So can you say that again? The 53,000 people on this list can show up on Tuesday, November 6th with ID, like everybody else, and vote. That's exactly right. And and what's so ridiculous about this is, you know, the Abrams campaign and these other, you know, rhetoric-based politicians are blaming me for a problem that her new Georgia project created. Could you tell us how that did, happened? Well, her, you know, the canvassers out there didn't fill the forms out correctly for these folks, so the names didn't match, and that's why they got flagged. So they're blaming me for a problem that their canvassers created if they'd have simply used the online voter registration system and the free mobile app that I created helped get through, push through the legislature, they wouldn't have had these problems. And by the way, Stacey Abrams actually voted against uh, doing online voter registration. Could you look, please, Shelley, could we, you... Just, we just put out, we just put out, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, we've got a record number of registered voters in the state, a record number. The last presidential election, they said the same thing. We had a record turnout in the state of Georgia with no problems on Election Day. And the same thing is going to happen this year. We're going to have a great, secure, accessible, and fair election despite the rhetoric from that side. And I would just tell voters to reject that nonsense. I, I, I want to I I hear two things again because I think they're crucial. And if I, I wish I can do advertising, sir, because I do a free ad for you saying these two things that you just said. <laughs> You said that Stacey Abrams, who got a million dollars from George Soros to run the New Georgia Project, that she voted against online registration. That's correct. Now, that would be voter suppression because you can't control who you send to the online to register to vote. But if you have a a voter, a voter registration drive, you can totally control who you register to vote by going into the communities that you know are more likely to vote for you. Well, and look, it's another tool for people to use. It didn't, it didn't do away with any of the pathways to register to vote by paper at your library, at your elections office, or handing out paper forms. But with the online system, 
you do away with this human error. If you enter the information exactly like it is on your driver's license or your Georgia ID card, it immediately goes into the system. You know, a, a human being does not even touch that before it pops up in the county registrar's dashboard. So it's a streamlined process, no errors involved in that. And that's what we're uh, training, you know, over 1,500 high school students with right now that are registering their peers, which is why the number of 17 and a half and 18 year olds over the last three years, not counting this year, because we haven't tallied those figures yet, but that number of those 17 and 18-year-old new voters, that number has doubled in three years because of the student ambassadors program that I created and the mobile, the free mobile app that we have. So here's a fascinating thing. The other thing you said was that uh, we have had in the last presidential election, and you anticipate this year to have a record number of voters turning out to vote. So there's no voter suppression going on if we have a record turnout. Is that right? Well, that's what I'm saying that happened in 2016. We right. had record turnout, and then this year we now have a record number of people that have registered right. to vote. Absolutely. You know, we'll have to see what the turnout's going to be this election. I'm not predicting right. that. That's up to the people, but, but the voters are there. They're there. They're getting registered. There's no one being suppressed. It's never been easier to register to vote in Georgia <laughs> or cast your vote. And I would tell people to vote no against people that are, using political rhetoric for a political gain in an election and, and look at someone's real record, the real facts, and the true numbers that are out there. What's fascinating to me is it's so insulting you, you, that, that that Stacey Abrams is going around wanting to run, want, running for governor. She she needs, by all accounts, she needs a, a, a African-American turnout, and you have not yet once told this group of people what you're going to do for them. All you're doing is running around saying the evil white Republican is suppressing your vote and you need to vote for me. I mean, it's insulting to it. At a certain level, it's the most insulting thing that someone can do. Well, I would say this. Georgia voters are smart, and it doesn't matter, you know, what race or gender they are. You know, minority uh, businesses, uh, African-American-owned businesses are up in Georgia. I think Georgia is the second best state for women-owned businesses in the state. This economy is rolling across the country and is certainly rolling in Georgia because of the leadership of Nathan Deal and a lot of other hardworking people in state government that have created an environment where the private sector can thrive. Absolutely. People out there know that. They know that, and that's how they're going to vote. So I'm not too worried about this. You know, this this happens every two years before an election. (laughs) I think think voters are just tired of it. Absolutely. It's harder than that. I think so. And I trust them to make the right decision and put a person in office that they believe will put Georgians first, and that means all Georgians, and I'm that person. Absolutely. You are that person. Uh, Brian Kemp, Secretary of State, he's running for governor. Um, what's on the schedule today? Are you allowed to tell us where you're going to be today? Because uh, Mike Pence canceled, so are you going to adjust? Yeah, and I, I certainly think that was the right call to cancel. We need our first responders' resources uh, you know, dedicated to storm relief. I've been Absolutely. getting reports already this morning that's really bad down there. I just hung up the phone with my folks in the office. They are fixing the, as soon as we give everybody a little time to assess damage we're, we gotta we gotta work with these local elections folks to be ready to go monday morning if at all possible for in-person advanced voting yes sir so we're trying to get an assessment on potential equipment damage power outages you know when that will be up be ready to assist them uh in every way possible over the next several days to be ready for monday so 
I'll be uh, going in for a briefing on that here uh, later today once we get the numbers in and we just uh, thoughts and awesome. prayers are with those folks. And we'll, you know, from the campaign side, I know we're already working on uh, supplies, collecting supplies and setting up offices in Republican Party headquarters around the state to assist with that and be a collection point for, you know, water and other materials to help our brothers and sisters in need. Absolutely. And that's what a leader does, sir. And that's why I'm backing you. And that's why you've got my back and many of the, and the, and the backs of all of our listeners listening now. Secretary of State Brian Kemp, thank you so much for calling in and uh, God bless you and have a wonderful and safe day, sir. God bless. Thank you, Kelly. No Bye-bye. problem. Brian Kemp, you heard what he said. Now, let me tell you, let me read this rest of this article to you, this Talking Points memo. It says that 70% of the people now, 70% of people are African-American. Let me tell you what's going on here. They're making it sound like he's blocking the votes of black voters. Well, New Georgia Project, these are the people they registered. Well, they only register African-Americans. By the way, tomorrow I'm going to have the executive director of the New Georgia Project on, and we're going to have this discussion. Because this is what they do. You can't have a nonpartisan registration drive. It's, it's always going to be partisan. You say, oh, we're nonpartisan. We don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. Yet you go into all black churches. You go into all HBCUs. You go, I mean, you go into projects. And you stand there and, and there's someone right around the corner with a Stacey Abrams for Governor uh, T-shirt on. But you're not partisan at all. Come on, man. That's why 70% of these uh, applications are black. It's not because he pulled them. It's because you. that's who you go after. And then... When you pull them, you got John Smith. John Smith doesn't live at the address written down, so it gets flagged. Now, all of a sudden, you're cheating. I hate it, man. I hate it because it's patently insulting. You know, I'll take the, I'll take the white guy or white woman or Asian guy or Asian woman or whoever. It's Hispanic. I don't care who you are. I'll take that guy who calls me the N-word or says I'm stupid because I'm black or whatever. I'll take that person because that person and I could disagree. We can argue. We can even fight. But that person's telling me exactly what he feels about me. Fine. I have no problem. Well, I have a problem with you, but you understand what I'm saying. But the person who comes to me and says, oh, I care so much about you, Shelly. Please vote for me. And I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do for your vote. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to make your life better if you vote for me. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to make your schools better. I'm not going to tell you how I'm going to get create opportunities for work or entrepreneurship or less regulations or lower taxes. I'm not going to tell you any of that stuff. What I'm going to tell you is the white man is trying to steal your vote, so you need to vote for me. It's patently absurd and insulting.